Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to bet on all the big games in sports? Well, I've got great news for you. Bet Online, our partners, they are getting it done. They continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including Major League Baseball, horse racing, golf, the latest fighting news, and even next season's NFL futures. Hey, head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's it. Use your uh, our promo code, rather, BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. Get the bonus, get into the action, and make it happen. Again, just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started and get the bonus. Bet online where the game starts. Celebrate your whale of a dad with a fudgy the whale ice cream cake from the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh. So no matter what kind of treat or design your dad wants, they make it happen. Your dad deserves a tasty treat this Father's Day. Soft serve ice cream, milkshake, sundaes, shakes, and more. America's favorite since 1934. Carvel, open seven days a week. Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Stop in today. Fudgy the whale is waiting for you what's going on everybody paul bissonette here from the spit and chicklets podcast and now the tnt broadcast i just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ml sports platter The Emble Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Brought to you by Bowers & Company, CPAs, Rosie's Corner, Burton Ace Hardware, and our awesome, awesome friends over at Prestwick Golf. If you're in and around Central New York, go get your golf clubs regripped with Ed and the team. They do a great, great job over there. Hey, and by the way, they also are selling clubs on a daily basis from the top brands in golf, including TaylorMade, Titleist, uh, uh, Callaway, Ping, you name it. They've got golf clubs there. Uh, they're they're gently used, and they are really, really nice. So uh, go shop that showcase at Prestwick Golf. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the platform. The Golden State Warriors are back on top of the basketball world. Let's talk about it. I watched chunks of this NBA Finals. Um, this, along with a very little bit of the West Finals, was all the NBA I watched uh, basically all year. I tried earlier in the year to watch uh, a couple of different games. Uh, one was Warriors-Lakers. Uh, even with Steph in there, who he's the main draw for me, I got bored uh, within a minute and a half. I've made no secrets about you know my dislike for the NBA. I- I'm not trying to be the old super Michael, you know, the old Michael Jordan super fan. You know, trying to um, you know tell you to get off my lawn because the league stinks and. LeBron's this and da 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 and you know I'm not trying to do that um but but I I do think that the product of basketball is um is not as good and I think it's you know a league that really there's a lot of laziness there's the load management um you know there's there's so many things that you know it's woke um you know, it's it's hypocritical, you know, especially with LeBron and, you know, all the things going on and him supporting China and all this other sort of thing. And then, boom, you know, he needs to sell some Space Jam 2 videos, but he can't get out and talk about human rights. Uh, the Black Lives Matter was super inconsistent. Um, you know, I, I just, I, the NBA has just gotten, so, you know, and then they've added more politics into it. Uh, 
I am not a fan of the league <clears throat> overall, and so I don't watch it. Um, I do, however, get pulled in, and I've made an effort, I'm telling you. A few years ago, I made a real effort to watch the NBA. It started with saying, you know what, let's gravitate towards LeBron, Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, let's gravitate towards Damian Lillard. Let's you know, gravitate towards all these players. Um, you know, Lucas, Lucas, Luka Doncic. Uh, let's let's you know gravitate towards the Tatum's, right? Let's gravitate towards the enormous Anthony Davis, the big time stars. And if I watch the star-studded matchups, <clears throat> that'll be good. It'll be great entertainment. And then I just I, I started to, and then I started. I, I, why am I doing? Why am I doing this? This is so boring. These games are awful. Guys are standing around. They're gunning up three pointers. Uh, you know, you can't hand check and touch anybody. Uh, you know, half the time, you know, every other two, three games, there's superstars who are sitting. Now, look, I'm all for rest. But if you're in a blowout game, then you can rest. Or if you're up, you know, eight, nine games with you know a week left in the season, and you've secured number one and uh, a number one seed in home court. And you want to sit, you know, two games, three games at the end of the year, you know, be my guest. You know, I'm all for it. But load management is not that. Load management is when guys are sitting 10, 11, 12, 13 games during the regular season. Fans don't deserve that. They pay a high price to go see superstars. They just don't. You know? <laughs> they, they, they just they just don't. And you know. I think about the NHL. I love the NHL. I'm addicted to hockey. Uh, I watch, I would probably say, oh boy, uh, probably four to six games a week minimum during the regular season. And then in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I mean, I'm, I'm glued. I have it on every single night. Um, I have it on to the point where, um, you know, I'll leave it streaming on my phone, bring the phone up, read my kid of story and in between books, you know, just kind of glancing hockey, whatever, and then bring it down. And then I'll have it on the TV, and then maybe I'll switch to the Yes app and watch the Yankees and do it together, and you know, pull out a book or whatever. Um, you know, those are that's pretty much how I consume every single night. You know, uh, reading a book and 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 sports and covering covering the stuff that you know I talk about. So uh, the Warriors are now having get, gotten all that out of the way. Um, I, I think about the NHL, and I didn't finish my point. I got sidetracked. The NHL, you'd never you'd never ask Sidney Crosby to load manage. You'd never do it. And he would never do it. Those guys don't want to give up a practice. Those guys want to play in all 82 games. Those guys give more blood, sweat, tears, and sacrifice for everything and anything possible on the ice. And that's not just in freaking, uh, uh, you know, May and June and July here, gang. Okay. It's, it's, or August in the Corona year, I guess it went that deep, right? Or September, whenever it was. Um, 2020 feels like 600 years ago, but you would you wouldn't have Crosby, Ovechkin, McKinnon, you know, Austin Matthews, right? Like Jack Eichel, you know, like McDavid, Drysaddle. You you wouldn't have Cal McCarr. You wouldn't have Adam Fox, Shosturkin, Vasilevsky. You wouldn't have these guys load managing. They play in in as many games as they can, if not all. Uh, and then the postseason, please. I mean, everybody should be playing. You know, balls to the wall, and, and maybe even injured in the playoffs as well. Let's talk some Warriors. This team is amazing. I'm super happy that they're back on top. 
Um, they are just so entertaining. Um, they're, like I said, the, the only probably reason why I would even tune in, you know, to the NBA these days. And really, when you think about it, you know, this game was, I mean, they had to kind of hold off a little bit of a, a Celtic push in the third quarter of game six. And again, like I said, I watched, you know, chunks of this thing. Um, but Golden State, you know, they were up 27-22 and then 27-17. Uh, first quarter, second quarter was how the scoring went. Uh, my math serves me right. That's 54 to 39. And they started breaking some things up. And then Boston, you know, made kind of a push or whatnot. And then Golden State outscored him by three in the fourth win, still by double figures, 103 to 90. Um, you know, and there are a couple of reasons to me why the Warriors were, uh, why they got back to the top. Okay. Number one. It starts and ends with the health of the Splash Brothers, okay? Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are unstoppable. Now, Klay Thompson had a horrific game in Game 5, right? I mean, he really did. He only had 12 points. He was awful from the floor. Two for eight from three, five for 20 from the floor, uh, five, re uh, five rebounds total, none on the offensive side. He had five on the defensive side, couple steals, couple assists, three turnovers. He was terrible. But then you have Steph Curry, who goes for 34 points. He's six for 11 from the three, <laughs> you know? He's got seven defensive rebounds, which is seven rebounds in total, none on the offensive side. A uh, couple of steals, seven assists, right? I mean, this guy is just incredible. He had a block. I mean, he's just, he's unbelievable. He had a plus, he was in the plus eight department. And he went 12 of 21 from the floor and he played 40 minutes. Thompson played 41. But Steph Curry is just incredible. And if you get even a little bit more out of Thompson, right? Or you get a little bit less out of Curry and a big, big game from Thompson, either way you shake it down with the Splash Brothers, they're giving you about 50 points to 60 points a game. I mean, they got, they scored 44, uh, 46, pardon me, together in game five, six, and I understand that Steph Curry scored 34 of those, but like, if Clay scores another 8 to 10, right, that's 56, 58, almost 60 points. I mean, that's, that's two guys. So when they're healthy and they're doing their thing and they're shooting threes, Golden State is just, they're very hard to stop because Curry, not only can they nail their shots off of ball screens, they're so good without the ball, they can hit, you know, shots, you know, off of ball screens and all the rest, but you know what else they can do? They can create their own shots. They have great, you know, dribble uh, skill games, you know, Klay Thompson and Seth Curry both really can create their own shots. I mean, there's no other way to say it. And... I think when you look at those two guys, these are legendary players. They're legendary, legendary players, especially Steph Curry. I've said for a long time, I'm going to get into Steph in a couple of minutes, um, just him, but I've said for a long time, he's the second most impactful basketball player of all time. You know, I really believe that. No disrespect to Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, you know, everybody besides Michael Jordan, basically, LeBron, but Steph Curry... The whole game is played the way it is at every level because of Steph Curry. Whether you like it or not, you know, it's 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 an identity. It's the DNA of the game, and it's all because of one guy. You know, I mean, it's 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 Steph Curry who you know bombs away, um, you know, creating his own shot from the outside. No no rain no deep shot is off limits, 
And then because of all that amazing shooting and that amazing touch and the amazing creation with his dribble to get three-pointers off, you have to guard up. And then he's also improved his blow-by ability. He's improved his lefty dribbling. He's improved his body control. He's gotten stronger through the years. And he can go to the basket as well. And he's become a better rebounder. And he's become a better passer. He's become a better all-around player off of the game that he created today. Peewee level, middle school, high school, college pros. Steph Curry created this game, okay? I always remember a few years back with my man Rick Roberts from 93Q. We were hosting a high school basketball game. We were calling it, and it was the end of the first half, and this team was you know, probably, I don't know what the heck the, the, the score. It was like a 10, 12-point game. And the kid comes up. I think they were the ones who were who were winning. And there were, oh, I don't know, maybe 8, 10 seconds left, right? They inbound it for a full court to go up and get the last shot, right? And this is high school. And the kid gets it, and he dribble, he takes a ball, he dribbles up a couple times, and then you see him go look right up at the shot clock, or at the game clock, because the shot clock was turned off. He keeps going up, he go up, 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 up. He's looking, looking, looking down, looking up, looking up, looking down. And he basically, instead of hustling all the way down when his coach was yelling, go, 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 you know, get a good shot, get a good shot, get a good shot. He goes up over the timeline a little bit and he bombs a ball from the other side of town. Steph Curry. Now, coach isn't going to be happy with that. It wasn't a smart shot. They probably should have gone and gotten a higher percentage shot. That's not the point. The point is the game has changed because they all watch Steph. You go to, you go to <clears throat> tournaments, look at the shoes. Look at Steph Curry. They've got the Steph Curry shoes. Watch how they play. Watch the dribble drive. Watch how they warm up, right? I mean, it's a Steph Curry game, man. He's the second most impactful player in the history of the game. And I think, you know, when you change the game the way he has, I'd probably write, I mean, again, it's very, very, it's razor, razor small, right? I mean, razor thin is how they say it. Between him and Russell and Chamberlain and LeBron and it, you know, but I think he's number two. I think he's right behind Jordan. Um, Now, and, you know, even guys like Dr. J, too, Oscar Robertson, you know. Um, the other reason why I think Golden State's on top is Draymond Green. Draymond Green is, again, he's a loudmouth, he's a pain in the ass, but boy, is he a player. And he just fills box scores. Great defender, 12 points, 8 assists, 12 rebounds, couple steals, couple blocks. I mean, steady as they come. You know every single day you're going to get him, right? You know, you're going to get Draymond Green. Period. And then the other part to Golden State, it's easy for me to just throw in Steve Curry. Uh, Steve Curry. Good God. Uh, Steve Kerr. <laughs> It'd be easy to just say, oh, well, Steve Kerr. Did it all... I think that the 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 pairing of uh, Otto Porter Jr. and Jordan Poole, Poole coming off the bench, Porter Jr. starter, I think those guys were enormous for this team. Now, Porter Jr. didn't have a great game six, I understand. But Poole has been consistently, and one thing I do have a habit of, of, of getting into, um, even when I'm not watching the NBA all year, I mean, like I said, I don't watch this league all year, I watch, I, I follow, I look at the box scores of the Warriors because I want to see what Steph does <laughs> you know, every night. Plus, I play at 10 o'clock. I'm not staying up till 1 o'clock in the morning to watch NBA basketball in freaking November. Uh, December, January, February, March. Give me a break. Um, I can barely keep my eyes open during the afternoon, which I guess is, is somewhat of a good thing because I 
have never really been able to be a good napper, and now I can just kind of like pass out for 20 minutes, but the problem is I'm still kind of sleeping pretty shitty at night. Um, I don't know why, but, um, you know, it comes and it goes, right? Sleep. I'll have a couple good nights, and I'll have like seven bad nights. Um, so I'm certainly not staying up to do that, and if I am staying up anyway, I have to, you know, I have to stare at my phone up in bed or whatever and watch it on my, on my, on the app, right? My wife likes me to be up early and this and that, and I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, you know, stare at the phone, stare at the phone, stare at the phone after I've done that with the computer for, you know, over nine hours during the day as it is. It's not good. It's not healthy, blah, blah, blah. Plus, you know, there's probably something else on anyways, if I want to stream it, maybe the Yankees are in extra innings, or maybe there's, you know, again, Stanley Cup playoffs as I record this, the finals are going on with the lightning and the avalanche. Um, but I think those guys, Porter Jr. and Poole, looking at the box scores, I mean, Porter Jr. has just delivered a different element, a different look. It took him a little while to develop in the NBA. I remember seeing him at Georgetown. I covered him in George, at Georgetown, you know, covering Syracuse basketball in the Big East uh, in the final days and all the rest. I remember, you know, that final uh, season when he was uh, a Georgetown Hoya, you know, 2012, 2013, you know, Syracuse and Georgetown, um, they played in the, well, they played uh, their final games there, um, uh, you know, in, in, uh, in DC and Syracuse. And then in the Big East tournament, they played and Syracuse got the better of them finally. And then, um, you know, Syracuse lost the final to Louisville, but I was behind the backboard at MSG. I was covering that Big East tournament. I covered uh, two, two tournaments right in a row. I covered the last two when the Big East was really in the last days of the real Big East. Uh, not the real, real, real Big East, but the real Big East, you know, the, uh, at Georgetown, UConn, Syracuse, Villanova, um, you know, Seton Hall, on and on it went. I mean, you know, Louisville, Marquette, and those kind of clubs that, you know, were added in recent years, but, you know, Pittsburgh. Um, uh, but but Otto Porter Jr., I thought, you know, looking at him, I'm like, you know what, 6'8", 200-pounder, I'm like, he's kind of a prototype forward. Like, he's going to be a really, really good pro. And I think it took him a little longer than I expected to really develop. But he's polished now. I mean, he's been in, in the league for 10 years. He is a polished, polished player. And he can play the mid-range game. He can get to the basket. He's a solid rebounder. He just brings a different look. And I think him and then the off-the-bench production of Jordan Poole, good grief. I love Jordan Poole in college at Michigan. I mean, I loved him. I, You know, these guys, I watch them religiously in college, of course, but then I lose touch in the NBA because I just don't think the league's good. I think it's garbage. He averaged 18 and a half points off the bench this year, folks. Okay? I mean, he's a player. He's a shooting guard as well who can shoot the basketball. And he's a really, really sneaky, good, long defender. And he can get it done. He's really good. He's a good passer. You know, he's a really, really good, sound, fundamental player. He's a perfect warrior player. He's unselfish, right? He plays really well without the ball. Um, you look at the stats in game six. I'm going to 15 points right off the bench. Bang. Two assists, three rebounds, right? I mean, this guy, he's been doing it all year long. If you go through all of his games, it's been that. It's incredible. It really is. Um all right, let me close quick with a couple minutes on Steph. Um, I, I am, again, this guy just really is a spectacular basketball player. And he is the number one reason why I would turn tune into the NBA right now. Steph Curry is a four-time now NBA champion. Okay? He's 34. He's got, and they're already the favorites next year. They're only going to get better. They're going to draft well. They're going to keep the core together. If they stay healthy, Golden State, I think, can win another two or three titles. He would have more than Michael Jordan if he wins three more. You know, he's going to surpass LeBron. 
I don't think LeBron's winning another one. Curry finally gets his NBA Finals MVP 2022. I mean, the resume is starting to look like, whoa, right, at this point. And rightfully so. I mean, he started in 2009, you know. He's been in the league for 13 years already. I mean, where's the time go? I mean, what the hell? I mean, LeBron's like got, probably got another two, one, two years left. He's done. Where's the time go? Tiger Woods will be done playing golf here pretty soon. I mean, it's, you know, they'll all be gone and Tom Brady will still be the quarterback of somebody. Um, but he finally gets the finals MVP. Look at it. Two-time NBA Most Valuable Player. Eight-time NBA All-Star, right? Four-time first-teamer, you know? Um, Western Conference Finals MVP, you know? Two-time scoring champion. Steals leader. 50-40-90 club. Uh, Three-point contest champ twice. 75th anniversary team. All-rookie first team. Unbelievable. His career has been incredible to watch. And I hope he keeps going. I hope he wins more and more titles. He's the greatest shooter of all time. He's the second most impactful basketball player of all time. Um, he set the NBA record for three-pointers made in a regular season with 272. He did that in 2015, folks, with 286, and then again in 2016 with 402. Career three-pointers, he set that record, surpassing Ray Allen as well in 2021. He's probably going to blow that out of the water, okay? I just love this guy. He's handled his game and you know he's been an ambassador with class and dignity across the board. He's been amazing. Uh, he's been an incredible, incredible teammate. Uh, he's grown. He's led. Uh, he's gotten better. He's worked on his game. When he gets criticized, he worked. That's another thing with LeBron that I've always respected is that when they get criticized about, oh, well, he's not very, very good at this part. And then they, you know, they polish that. Right? Remember when Le like LeBron years ago, it was, oh, the guy can't post up. All of a sudden, he goes to Akeem Olajuwon and says, hey, can you help me? <laughs> and he's unstoppable in the post and has been for years. Steph Curry, the same way. The work ethic, the commitment to winning. He's a great teammate. He's a class act. He's an awesome ambassador. Greatest shooter of all time. Second most impactful player in the history of the league behind Michael Jordan for my money. And it's just this resume is, is it's, I'm telling you, when he's all done, right now I think he can kind of do it with many people. I mean, obviously the resume of Jordan would be top, you know, topping it and probably Magic Johnson. Um, but, mm, boy, uh, Bill Russell. Uh, but, man, at maybe Tim Duncan. But Tim Duncan has five. Steph has four now, folks. Um, I'm here to tell you that when his resume is done, when it's completed, uh, you're going to be able to put Steph Curry's resume up with Anybody in the NBA. Anybody historically. And this Warriors team now, man, four titles in eight years, right? I mean, this has been, you know, it's funny. There's, and I'll, I'll end on this. It's funny because every every dynasty kind of has its own story. You look at hockey right now, and it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, you know, it, as I record this, they're down 1-0 uh, in, the, in the Stanley Cup Finals. But, you know... The Lightning win two in a row. Let's say they win three in a row. It's an unprecedented dynasty. They've knocked on the door before, right? I mean, they've gone to the Stanley Cup Finals. They've had unreal, you know, regular seasons. They've had a lot of success. And, you know, the Cups and the unprecedented nature of the cap and all that, winning three in a row, first time in 40 years. But the last time it happened with the Islanders in the early 80s, you know, there wasn't the cap. There weren't all these challenges. There weren't as many teams. There wasn't as much travel. Um, the goaltending wasn't as good. You could put up just huge monster numbers. You could collect four or five players and all of a sudden be completely unstoppable or six players. And that's what the Islanders did. That's what the Oilers did, right? 
with those great teams, Trottier, Bossy, you know, I mean, my goodness, Potvin, Potvin, on and on it goes. I mean, the Clark Gillies and then the Oilers with Messier and Gretzky and Curry and Coffee and all these players, okay? <clears throat> you could do it then. All the dynasties are different. The Michael Jordan Bulls, they won six in the 90s. They won, you know, with a three-peat, then he retires and they win three again. That was a dynasty that was different in overtime. But, you know, even though there was a little bit of a break with winning championships, they were still going deep into the postseason. I think if you win championships, but you don't tail off immediately, right? The Warriors, the only time they tailed off a little bit was when they had injuries, whether it was Steph or Clay. Clay's, Clay was out for a very long time. But, you know, the Red Sox have won four World Series since 2004. And I hear from idiot Boston fans, there's no worse fan base in America than Boston sports fans across the board for all of those sports teams. But... <clears throat> There's some that are close, but and there's bad fans in every fan base. Don't get me wrong. I mean, goodness gracious. I've lived in central New York my whole life, but Syracuse Orange fans drive me absolutely nuts. Um, but there's also good fans in that fan base, and there's great fans, good fans, great fans, elite fans everywhere. Um, but I would tell you that that you can't tell off. You know, the Red Sox won four World Series, you know, from what, 2004 to 2018? 14 years, pretty good. But, like, that's not a dynasty because in between, they were in rebuilds. <laughs> they tore it down. They were, they were a team that could you know, miss the playoffs multiple times. You know, they fired general managers. Like, you can't, you can't. That's not a dynasty. The dynasty is the 90s Yankees. Won it in 96, went back in 97. Deep run, fell short. Won it in 98, won it in 99, won it in 2000, went back to the World Series in 01, lost it. 02, went back to the playoffs, right? Won the division, blah, 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 lost to the Angels. 03, go back. Lose the World Series, right? And then in, in the playoffs every year, going deep every year when you're not winning World Series. But like from 96 to 2003, like that's the dynasty for me, for the New York Yankees. I mean, I still think when you go to the finals, but you have on your resume and 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 behind you, uh, you know, titles, it all mixes in for success. And I think this dynasty, you know, I think this has been an ongoing dynasty. I do. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think the Golden State Warriors here, you, you know, you go back to... Um, you know, 2015 here, you know, when they won, um, you know, beat beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, you know, I, I think, actually, hang on one second. I got to figure out the, uh, uh, I got to figure out the year, the correct year. Wow, you know what? When you go all the way back, it's, I mean, the, the series are unbelievable. I mean, they really are. Um, when you go back, excuse me, 2015, when, you know, the Warriors beat the Cavs, <clears throat> we were, I mean, you think about those unbelievable rivalries with, you know, the Warriors and the Cavaliers, I mean, meeting several years in a row, you know, 15 beating the Cavs, 16 losing to the Cavs, you know, um, you know, Warriors win two more, um, you know, and then they go in 2019 and, and really a huge, huge upset Toronto Raptors, you know, beat Golden State, but again, Golden State still got there, Right couple years off, Lakers win, Bucks win, Golden State right back on top in 2022. And again, injuries have affected why the Warriors weren't champions. Clay was out for a long time. Steph was out for a while. So if you go back to 2015, you go 15, 16, 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20, 20, 21, 21, 22. It's, I guess that's seven years. Um, when you go back that far, you look at the finals, and it's one, two, three, four, five, six appearances. That's pretty good. You know, that's pretty good. I mean, that's 
you know, that's, that's, that is dynastic if you've ever seen it. I mean, it really is. And I hope they keep going. I hope Steph keeps winning titles. I hope, you know, he keeps adding to that resume. <clears throat> you look at the success that they've had. It's been absolutely awesome to watch. You know, and hey, not to mention division titles in 2015, 16, 17, 18, and 19. Again, you you have a situation where all of those things count a little bit more, right? Getting the finals counts a little bit more when you have the titles to back it up. They have seven championships in their entire history. You go back to the Philadelphia Warriors and all the rest. They have seven titles in their history going back, you know, a long time, like 75, 80 years. Four of those are with this current group, you know? They've won uh, one, they've won seven conference titles. Six of them have been with this group, <laughs> you know? It's remarkable. Oh, yeah, you know what? I was right. <clears throat> I was right early. I said four titles in eight years, and then I counted back, and it was like, oh, it's seven. No, no, no. 2015 would have been the 14-15 season. I said 15-16. So it's 14, 15, 15, 16, 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20, 20, 21, 21, 22. Bang, I've got eight fingers up uh, counting that thing. So kudos to the Warriors. Hats off to Steph, Clay, the gang, Poole, everybody, Porter. Uh, you know, Draymond's a great player. Steve Kerr is, you know, these guys, Draymond, Kerr, and Curry and Clay, they're going to waltz into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. There's no doubt. Uh, we are brought to you by Burn Dairy, our good friends. Go gas up your vehicle at Burn Dairy at participating locations in Central New York. Grab the donuts on your way into work. The chocolate milk, the coffee, you name it. Hot and cold food for lunch and dinner, like pizza, subs, wraps, and more. At Burn Dairy, it's all good. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to Tiny Bubbles Laundromat, Ken's Auto Detailing, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and our terrific, terrific friends over at the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group. Become a better leader both personally and professionally with the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group. His team over there, Scott Vince Aguirre, it's amazing. He is creating unbelievable leadership both as a person uh, and as a professional. Go sign up for some of those online classes, man. VCGtransforms.com and go download Scott's podcast where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. You can do the same with this one, ML Sports Platter. Five-star reviews, feedback, shares, it all helps. And go get me on YouTube, Mike L Sports, and at Mike L Sports on Twitter. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.